Welcome to Nerdables episode 427. This week we discuss the first episode of the Halo series. We discuss Christina Rishi coming back to the role of Wednesday for the Tim Burton Wednesday Netflix series. Paul Dano writes Riddler Year One. Christopher Lloyd is joining Mandalorian Season 3. Samuel L. Jackson comes up with a plan to bring Mace Windu back and presents it to Price Dallas Howard. We also talk about the Batman deleted scene with the Joker in it. And we discuss Amazon buying MGM and what does that mean for the future of streaming. So we're going to call this one Nerdables Episode 427. Here comes B. Fletcher. Welcome to Nerdables. <laughs> joining me this is this the only thing we're discussing this week. <laughs> I'm all right. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Hey, uh, Amazon purchased uh, MGM. <laughs> so everybody knows it's going to be a great show. <laughs> Some reason I thought we were already recording. So, <laughs> well, we were beforehand, and then we realized no, that we were talked about what we were doing. Um, the behind the scenes of this show is more interesting. I know, right? It's like the behind the scenes yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> so Amazon purchased MGM Studios for eight point five. Billion, billion dollars. Wow. Yes. James Bond's coming to Amazon. Wow. We're going to get an Amazon a... Plus or Amazon Prime. James Bond show. James Bond series. <laughs> You're getting a reality series off of it. You're getting a competition series yeah. where they're doing like James Bond type Stone stuff. Shows, yeah. But yeah, at the very least, you're going to get an MI6 series at some point. Yeah. Maybe. I, Possibly. I. I'd give you 85 to 15 odds that's happening. 85% you're getting an MI6 series set in the world of James Bond. <coughs> Would the Broccoli's have control over all that, though, still? That's what I was wondering. I think the I think she is... She has... Con- well, that's maybe the way you get around it is it's not a feature film. Yeah, maybe okay. she still has control over a feature over film, but, stuff, but... but not all of the Bonds. It just depends on how they... Con- you know, if the contract's written as right. feature films... Then if they own Bond, if they own MGM, mm. they can just make it as MGM. Okay. They really well, the biggest to. thing is their library because they have over 4,000 films, 1,700 TV episodes. It's the Rocky Property, Silence of the Lambs, Thelma Louise, Handmaid's See, Tale. We keep talking Survivor. about that, but it always seems like everything is like, yeah, but nobody cares about the old stuff. Right. Except for Friends. That's the one thing HBO Max is like, if we didn't have Friends, no one would watch our channel. <laughs> you know, it's 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 like Game of Thrones. It's like they yeah, they they kind of oh, it, they always say that's like it's all the new stuff, mm. but then there are those pundits that say it's not that. That's not what people are actually watching, because yeah, you can watch an episode a week or whatever. You can watch something that Netflix drops in a weekend, but then what do you do for the other days? Well, right? the thing is with something like this, for example, a lot of these movies because MGM didn't have anything as far as the streaming service going, and a very little of its stuff was contracted out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these movies you couldn't find on any other streaming service. So it's nice you know to what, see. You know what guarantees you can't find it on a streaming service? That I want to see it. Yeah. Whenever something pops, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to watch that. Nope, not on anything. Yeah. I can't even think of the last one. I'm like, this has got to be somewhere. We nope. went to we went to watch the we watched the King's Men last night, mm-hmm. and Beth hasn't seen King's Men 2. Mm-hmm. And I went to go find that. Not on it. That's what that's what yeah, I was looking you for. You have to pay. That's it's right. A, uh, when, King, when King's Man came out or whatever on HBO Max or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never saw I never saw Golden Circle or whatever the fuck the second one yeah, was. Yeah. That Golden Circle. And then looked at it and I was like, Nope. You gotta yeah. rent it from Prime. Like, fuck that. Yep. 
I'll pay fifteen dollars. But to here's movies, what I'm wondering: I'm not paying four bucks at home. Like what the? Well, hell? the thing I is, like I already own it. Yeah. Like I already pay for Prime. Why am I going to rent? Like pay more to rent a movie that's on there? Well, anything that's not Prime. Yes. But yeah, if it's on a, if it's on another streaming service, you can pay for it through Prime. Yes, mm-hmm. and rent it or yeah, purchase yeah. it. Yeah, you can rent the same all thing the Marvel with Apple. films. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can same rent or purchase all, all the right. Apple, all the Apple, all the Marvel films through Prime, even though they're all on Disney. Um. They also just signed a new deal with the NFL for exclusive rights to Thursday Night Football. Well, that's been coming for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about that for two years ago, that they would be... Because it was a partnership of like, oh, we'll show it at the same time that it's on Fox, the same time it's on... That first started, it was the NFL Network. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the NFL realized a lot of people don't have the NFL Network. It's not even in the basic DirecTV package. And people are cutting cords, so forget it. So then they partnered with Fox to show it, so that it would be on primetime, or it would mm-hmm. be on FX, or it would be on whatever the, the FX now. And then I think starting last year, maybe it was a year before where Amazon was like, no, we're going to simulcast it. The big thing is that it's um, Al Michaels is doing Thursday night football now. Yes. So they signed him to a lot of money. No, wait. Yes. And then Buck went to ESPN. He's doing yes. Monday night football. Yeah. Well, there's something I read the other day that Amazon is looking to expand more into streaming live events. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, everybody start, wants to because the only thing the fans will accept ads for is well, live the events. Start, the start of it is going to be like football, but mm-hmm. they also did the um, some country music award ceremony. They did the CMA. It was only on Amazon Prime that you were able to yep. stream it live. Like it wasn't on any network. TV They're looking at concerts like and festivals so. and all that type of stuff. They want to start doing that kind of stuff well, yeah, more did and more. Network TV have it? No. At all? No. No. Even, even on they the were, like Amazon was exclusively streaming it. Peacock kind of changed live. the rules a little bit huh. because Peacock has, since they have all the Comcast stations playing, you know, on their streaming service where you can go there and you can watch them live, you know, USA or whatever. And then they have WWE and all that other stuff where you can watch their pay-per-views and stuff on there. They started changing the rules of what a streaming service is, mm-hmm. you know, more so than what Hulu was. Well, Hulu was starting that too. That's what, that was the big thing with Hulu, Hulu having live sports. Right. They all want the only thing that matters to these streaming services now in terms of this is how do we sell ads? The only way we can sell ads right now that fans will accept is live sports. Mm-hmm. You when when the, the first down is there and they're all in the huddle jerking their pud and all this other stuff, <laughs> everyone's perfectly fine with seeing. I don't Drake know what Bud kind Wars. of I don't know what kind of football watch games you watch. Them. That's all they do. They just sit there and like, oh, maybe we should go touch a touchdown. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> football is is football has no action in it at all. Um, it's four yeah, you seconds still of watch it every time. <laughs> I watch it, but I love watching football. Yeah, football is the ultimate TV sport. And there's plenty of action has, in between the commercials and the timeouts. That's the same, right. That 10 if seconds you, of action. If you're in the you three discuss, hours, hold on. If you take the time for when the ball leaves the pitcher's hand until it's until it's over as the action in baseball, of the four major sports, the lowest amount of time of actual action is football. That's because you play three downs and then no, usually it's you play because three downs. The clock keeps running while they're in the huddle. Oh, sure. There's a whole bunch of, there's all these timeouts and everything in it. In a three hour span, there's less than 20 minutes of action, of actual play. It's mostly replay, standing in the huddle, walking over right. the sideline, coming over. It's a brilliant TV sport. It's a brilliant sport for a lot of people because there's, you, you only have to pay attention to a game for 20 minutes out of three hours. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything well, it's like in the between, last two minutes of a game takes 10 minutes at least. Yeah. And then uh, that's uh, basketball's the king of that. 
Um, the last two minutes of a game, the NBA needs to just get rid of timeouts. Like, you cannot give these teams. All right, you have 46 timeouts. You have 54 timeouts left. Every 10 seconds, timeout, 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 timeout. It's unbelievable. We watched a football game. One of these, it's like, it was so many stops. I turned it off. Like, it's a flag. It's a review. It's a timeout. Here's another flag. Here's another flag. Here's another automatic review. Here's a coach's review. I've seen two passes, and I've been sitting here for 45 minutes. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, we were saying when... But back to streaming. That's, live sports is the way to sell. When, when all these... these um, uh, when we see these teams sign these huge deals, mm-hmm. right? Comcast Sports, which was Time Warner... Not Time Comcast, I'm sorry. Time Warner that became Spectrum paid four billion dollars mm-hmm. to be the exclusive team or exclusive provider of la dodgers baseball why because yeah. everything else is dvr'd right what you don't dvr is dodgers games you would leave the dodgers game on and you're like oh i should buy a toyota oh i should go to joe's crab shack oh i should get a new mac because it's the only thing where we watch commercials anymore everybody else just fast forwards through them or they're watching stuff on streaming until streaming figures out we're just going to put ads in front of everything because the hell with you. Well, like, we, just we, control about, it. we just talked about Disney going to a ad mm-hmm. service. And we were, when we were talking about that, we were talking about at some point you would think that maybe Hulu and ESPN, but most likely ESPN, would stop being its own app and being on Disney+. Plus. As a as a ESPN is so big, you'd get lost in it in there. That's why. When you get to ESPN+, Plus, I mean, sure. they show every college sport that exists. Yeah. You can watch women's water polo. You can watch anything on there. They're covering this. And let me tell you, the announcers are amazing. But um, even but, but NBC, to a degree... That was sarcasm if you, didn't, <laughs> if you didn't get that. But the thing with ESPN is it's, it's also... Since ESPN is its own entity, entity, it has to sell its own ads. And the great thing with this... like So I watch ESPN+. Plus. This is... All they're doing is taking local feeds, right? I'm watching the Avalanche. It's the Altitude Network that's in Denver. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching... The Florida Panthers, it's Bally's South Florida. No, I know. We went went through this a couple of weeks ago. But the thing is, is ESPN Plus doesn't have the local ads. Right. They they have a ginormous deal with Discover, which is the official card of the NFL or the NHL. There's a Discover ad at every single one. Right. It drives you nuts. But it's also a ton of money to ESPN. It's the same thing that's going to happen here. Why does Hulu want live sports? Why does Amazon want live sports? Because Thursday night football exclusive to you, you're not relying on anybody else's feed. You're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're selling your ads. The NFL, the they paid the NFL all of this for the rights. We're going to pay you two billion dollars for the rights to. They're going to make that back in a year, right? Because you're telling a society, or you're telling advertisers who are not advertising on national television anymore, mm-hmm. who are not advertising, especially on cable. Like they may be doing it on NBC and ABC. The numbers for every single one of you know ABC Family and TNT and all of that all low. Why did TNT buy? ESPN makes this huge deal for hockey to do national hockey on ABC, national hockey on ESPN, right. ESPN two. Why did TNT buy the Wednesday night game, the Wednesday night doubleheader? Because it's the only live sports they have right now. Yes, but that's not the only because they also have basketball. Yes. So, and why did they get into basketball? It's the same thing. Remember, TNT started as a sports network. That was the Turner network that always, the TBS always had the Braves on it. Right. And they had other sports too. And then ESPN's gobble, 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 and they got everything. And they're like, okay, now we need to find something. And they found places where this is because you're not selling an ad for the 45th rerun of Bones 
versus selling an ad for the Golden State Warriors versus the LA Lakers on a Friday night. Sure. Who do you think Michelob's gonna gonna pay two million dollars for ad space for? Nick Jr. Yeah, Nick Jr. is gonna <laughs> do it. Those, um, are, those are the commercials I love when you watch one of those weird. But here's but <laughs> kids the purchase, shows and then the middles like the purchase of MGM. <laughs> the purchase of MGM is kind of unusual. Be, I mean, not unusual, but it's kind of weird because before Sony bought MGM, when MGM went bankrupt, they sold off some of their main IPs. Like uh, Wizard of Oz got sold off. I think the Warner Brothers and. Didn't Gone with the Wind get sold off or something? And what happens when you're bankrupt? Yeah, look what happened to Marvel. Oh, who wants who wants the Spider Man? Oh, James, here you go. Oh, who wants the X Men? Oh, here you go. Yeah, who wants Namor? Who wants Namor? Who Universal wants Namor? had Namor. You, who wants, oh, Universal, you want to pay four dollars for it? Here you go. <laughs> Universal had that'll weird put the lights on for another day. Universal only had Namor and the Incredible Hulk. That was the only two. And they that did I think. nothing with them. The Hulk, <laughs> they, they did. Yeah. They had dogs. They have Hulk dogs. Two movies. Um, um, does does this purchase of MGM seem to be the beginning of the end of Sony Pictures? No, possibly. Sony's fine. Just remember, Sony. As long as they're putting out Spider-Man movies, Sony's going to be fine. But the Sony Sony's principal company. Uh, Sony Japan has talked about selling off Sony Pictures. They don't yeah. have to sell off Sony Several. Pictures. They're just going to sell pieces of it. Yeah. They just want to streamline it. This is what right. ESPN's been trying to do for years. But I can see Apple ESPN's now. ESPN's just trying to, to slide people off. That's what we don't want this. We don't want that. We, don't, we just want to be kind of our own thing that does this. And now with all these deals for ESPN Plus, they're making more ad revenue because... Again, someone's got to pay for the ads for, you know, Villanova versus Vanderbilt girls softball. Sure. Um, so it's working because now it's, it's you have someone like me that has ESPN Plus because of the bundle. Why do you think all that stuff got bundled? Well, I'm not talking about sports. I'm not talking about sports at all. I'm it's talking about, about MGM. They're all going to, MGM is just a piece. So but, they but sold you're, you're also buying up their their IPs. You're, you're buying up their their catalog, their catalog. But you're already saying that most of their catalog got sold off. So what do you care? Well, they, they said they, they still have 4,000 movies. And we said it was this, that was the reason we said I, uh, the uh, Apple TV was going to do it. Because what the hell does Apple TV have? That's Nothing. what I'm saying is does, with Sony Pictures possibly up for grabs because remember Forbes did an interview or did a uh, a, a uh, article a couple years ago saying that they wouldn't be surprised if by 2025 if Sony Pictures was sold There's off still a to possibility one of yes and it, it just matters everybody's on... for sale like if you would have told me in 2011 that Lucasfilm would be sold I'd tell you you're out of your goddamn mind because and yet less about... than a year later <laughs> someone was like here's four billion dollars that you can give away we just want Star Wars everyone got excited and then they're like girls in charge like damn it but they forget that she's been there since she's the eighties. Yeah. She was she produced all of those, um, all those old shots of her standing next to Steven Spielberg on the set of every so, Indiana Jones movie. Sony's not making that much money. Uh, you know, Uncharted did not do that well in the theater. It did well enough. Not compared to Spider Man. Not compared to Spider Man. Not compared. Nothing made. Not not to compare to most. But, um, Uncharted sucked. That's what its problem is. Right. Yeah. Did you see where they're Did wanting play- to do God of War now? And uh, they show a picture of Tom Holland with the shaved head and uh, with the, the Kratos. Like, he goes, all right, I'm ready. Because <laughs> apparently, you know, he's the only one that can do a movie for them. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. That was that was the best part of Uncharted, right? Sure. No, yeah. I mean, I... Did you guys see it? 
The thing God with damn. Amazon, Beth wanted to go see it, but then I was like, I don't yeah, know. she wanted to go see it because Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland were in it. She didn't. She wanted to see Marky Mark. Um, so how do you mother? She likes the other so Wahlberg. I think with Wahlberg's Amazon's acquisition with MGM, for example, it also gives Amazon a studio to you know produce their own stuff. No, but they've already been producing their own stuff. That's no, the thing. MGM does not have its own studio. Not not a four wall. They they use Sony okay. Pictures lot. It used to be the MGM lot, but they use Sony Pictures lot to do a lot of their filming. Okay. But Amazon Amazon's already done a bunch of stuff on its own, so it doesn't. They don't need. I, but they I don't can need see, it. So I can like see Apple Netflix was, Netflix or Apple to buy it up mainly for the library, and secondly, it does give you a studio. And it gives you, well, you new remember, IPs. Now that you're kind of, I don't think anybody has the money to do that. I Apple, I don't know, Apple's Apple. got the money. Yeah, yeah. Apple. Does Apple really want to spend it? Maybe. Yeah. Why? Yeah. They're fine. That's there's just the a point I, where I, you're I'm telling you, it's for the IPs and library. It's not that they much have. There. They have to grow. What are, what are they? The what are they getting at Sony? A bunch of '80s pictures that nobody cares about. Or a bunch of boobies pictures. What does Sony have? Sure. They've Boobie. got. Boobies pictures, so they they would lose Spider Man and all the Spider Man. That's the other thing. That's why Sony Pictures hasn't sold yet. But until would, that sweetheart deal with Marvel Pictures is over, they ain't selling that. <laughs> because if they sell Sony Pictures, the rights the rights the rights revert directly back to Marvel. Yes. So Marvel can just do whatever they want, which they're doing anyway. It's just Sony's like, well, how much? What are you doing? Yeah, cool, whatever. Just let me know when the money comes in. <laughs> Four billion dollars. Yeah. What's up? This is a big picture of Kevin Feige, like on the wall. Soon, Sony Pictures. There's studios. a statue, with, and it's just like a shrine candles, and like it's just his our savior on it. It's a statue of of Kevin Feige and Tom Harl Tom Tom Harold Tom Harold Tom Holland. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Just, just his hands keep moving. He's got the, he's got those. Uh, the, the arms in front of the the, the, yeah, the wind machine in front of the cars thing just his hands moving because that's all he'd ever do. <laughs> Tom Arnold. Tom wow. Arnold is Spider Man. Now, the other thing with MGM's acquisition is you know with them getting the library, a lot of the stuff that's been on Amazon that's not their original you know work. Well, the thing is, all the bonds. Been, hold on, hold isn't on. all the bond stuff hold already on. on Amazon? Hold on. It's on HBO. I a lot of the stuff that's not Amazon's original work are very B and C rated movies. So having MGM giving them that library, they can bring in more, uh, I guess, interesting movies or more. Right, what I'm um, saying is yeah. I feel like a lot of those movies are already on Amazon. To rent, probably. No, all the yeah. Bond stuff is sitting there. I don't think so. Bond stuff is not there. There's maybe one or two of the newer ones with uh, Daniel Craig, but the original stuff is has all been for rent. I know this because my cousin is, you know, you know, little eight-year-old cousin that loves Bond now. And so every Friday night when we go to my uncle's house to watch or to eat dinner, he wants to watch Bond movies. And every time they have to rent the Bond movies off Amazon. So now with it being, you know, the acquisition with it, it's going to be on there available, you know, with Prime membership. But well, as of right maybe. now, it's not. Your, your little boy, Michael, might be keeping alive the idea, like, maybe we should keep renting these. <laughs> People are paying for him. The only Bond movie that is on Prime is GoldenEye. Hmm. The Very others good. are either with subscription or rent to buy. Or rent or buy. Quantum Solace was it a few weeks ago. So Yeah, Quantum Solace was always on there for a while. 
as far as Prime goes. Quantum Solace is rent or buy. Mm. So that's Jeff. I mean, eventually they're going to be all there uh, once everything goes through. Guess we'll see. Now, the Mission Impossibles are there mm-hmm. to watch, if you remember. On what? On Prime. Oh, they're there now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they weren't there for a while. It was just number, what, two? The one, yeah, the mm-hmm. bad one. The, yeah, the stupid one. The one you skip. Ghost <laughs> Protocol's on there for Prime. So is two. <clears throat> so is three. They really need to put these together. They don't. That's one of the things I can't stand with Amazon Prime. Like none of the stuff. <laughs> they'll show you like three and four, and then it'll be like. Uh, you can watch My Name is Fleming, Ian Fleming, free with ads. That's probably through like Tubi or, or something. You can watch like Deja Vu. Support your local sheriff. Alias season one. The Velocipasture. Pastor. <laughs> we talked about that one. Yeah. That's a great Wow. Name. The Velocipasture. Oh, man. I remember seeing that trailer, and I was just like, what the hell is this? The Look, you can't even watch The Notebook without renting or buying it. I don't know why when you put in James Bond, The Notebook shows up. Because James Bond has a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, and people cry about it, apparently, in the rain. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I mean, nope, streaming that's the is... secret. Ryan Gosling is the next Bond. I'm just wondering. God, that'd be terrible. <laughs> say in five years' time. I have a feeling streaming is not going to be anywhere near what it is right now. In five years' time, everything's going to have ads, and you're going to be paying more for every service. Oh, like, well, sure. It's it's basically having DirecTV, but you're paying for everything separately now. Because even when you have the DirecTV streaming, there's still times where it goes to a blue screen and says, you know, your show will return in a moment. This is mm-hmm. a paid ad. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, you know. They're not taking the locals. But have you also noticed that when you pause it sometimes, instead of it just going to a into a screensaver, it's an ad huh. on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I can I can see that happening too. Like you can't wait till basically the TNT version of Last Jedi is on Disney Plus. The like here um, it is with forty six minutes of commercials. Like this movie's two and a half hours long already. You, you pause it on on Directv streaming and you mm-hmm. get the uh, the uh, AT T girl. You know, she comes up on your screen and she's mm-hmm. doing stuff and like, hey, doing you know, right. yeah, she's doing stuff. She's doing stuff. Um, um, Halo dropped early, the first episode. It dropped early. It was, no, for it was that always I thought March it said 24. the 31st. Nope. March 24th was always the, the release date on it. You, you, I know you, you put on there, man, it was slow. That's so slow. I didn't think it was that slow. Oh, God, it was slow. The last half of it was boring. Last half, st- last half of it was. Last half of it. Say say for me. <laughs> I, I know he didn't have to. I was doing. Uh, did you see the 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 weekend update one with the Macintosh, uh, Laughintosh three thousand? No. So it's Aristotle Athari doing basically he's a he's a robot comedian, mm. and so I showed it to Trisha, and then it went into say 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 for me, say say for me, and we watched it. It was dying. And then she was. She told me yesterday. She's like, uh, "I'm doing a, a open mic po- poetry tonight." And I said, I "Swear to God, I'll give you a hundred dollars tomorrow if you have someone film you get up there to do your poetry." Go say, "Say, say for me, say for me, one word, bicycle, bye, 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 bye,
I want to see my bicep stupidest thing ever, but this was amazing. It's amazing what he finds funny sometimes. Oh my god, he is so, he's hilarious. He is he's a genius. Um I love his shit. I mean he he does laugh at Will Ferrell movies, so I don't know. Will Ferrell movies are fucking amazing. They're terrible. You have no sense of humor. So Halo, <laughs> what's a movie you find funny? I don't know anymore. My soul's dead. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I was gonna say, has there ever been a comedy you've actually really enjoyed? Like, you just go. For how? When was the last movie you saw in a movie theater? Because even I don't see a lot of movies in movie theaters that I like. And in terms of comedies that I really think, oh yeah, this was really fun. That's why I usually don't go anymore. Um, I can't even think of it right now. I'd have to think about it. What the last comedy? Hmm? Or the last, last comedy movie. you liked? No, the last comedy movie that I, I watched that I really like laughed. I don't know. I got to think about it. Wedding Crashers, Hangover. No, he probably thinks those are all stupid because I think those are funny. <laughs> no, Wedding Crashers I liked. Um, hangover was good. Everything after that was terrible. Was, so The sequels were terrible. Have you watched the trailer for Lost City? No, I haven't. We're going tomorrow. Uh, we're going tomorrow, too. <laughs> yeah. Which one? I don't know. We haven't, we haven't uh, got them yet. Um, we were going to go Friday night, but we just... Watched never. the trailer. I was like... This looks funny. I saw the trailer like a month and a half ago yeah. or something. And I was like, you have not shut up about it. Since. I love, oh my God. It just, <laughs> it's it looks funny. I'm not, not, not going to pay to go see it in a the theater. <clears throat> oh, I can't. That's, I not, want that's not happening. He got nothing. There's nothing you can think of that. Like, you know, I, also the don't last like one, like, I don't like, I don't watch a lot anyway anymore. So it's uh, for me to try to like backtrack. Well, it's probably what something your, I saw like, what would be 10 your favorite comedy then? What would be your favorite comedy movie? I swear to God, if you see something by Woody Allen, I'm going to kick you out. No, probably uh, Monty, Monty Python and the uh, Holy Grail. I'll give you that one. You can't even say that right. Yeah. Annie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so boring. So no, boring. the Holy Grail, Anything. I can sit there and I can watch yeah. it at any point, any okay. time and laugh. Well, that's because it's all jumpy. Too, yeah. so. Okay, take that one out because the Holy Grail is really the Holy Grail of comedy okay. for most people. So, what? What other than Blazing Saddles? I haven't seen that in Dumb years. No, no. Dumb and Dumber's stupid. That's Tommy the point. Tommy Boy. Well, see, uh, Mel oh, Brooks Jesus. is almost yeah. Mel Brooks is in that category with the same thing as as Monty Python. Just yeah, about I, anything. I, mean, like, I, I find Mel Brooks Python. stuff funny. I think and, it's overrated. You know, so. Really? Like Spaceballs yeah. is again, hilarious. So, oh my God, Monty Python! It's so great. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's not that great. It's okay. You like it. <laughs> what do you think about Monty Python? Shut the fuck up. I mean, great like, arguments. I think, I think a lot of the, the newer comedies, though, are all the same, and that's why I, maybe I don't find I, them funny I find anymore. A, I find a lot of new comedy like, very I, difficult. I saw, uh, yeah. I saw Free Guy the other day, and how much Rich was raving about it. I love Free Guy. It's so amazing. It's so, I was like, it's, it's not okay. So yeah, it's, it's, like, not, it's not super. It's I didn't laugh a lot. I didn't. I was like, I don't. I don't not, think it's a it's comedy movie. No, it's just interesting. It's an interesting movie, but it's not like I wasn't. No. like, this is the greatest but movie see, out there. Okay. Well, like I said, after I saw, I was like, I don't need to see that. I don't. Again. I don't consider Thor that. Ragnarok? I don't consider that, that a comedy good. either, because anything. Most of Ryan Reynolds stuff. Free guy. You don't consider that a comedy? No. I, not, not, not I, think, I, well, I, I think the I genre consider. is the Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. That's yes. what it is. It's every movie that Ryan Reynolds does. It's just sometimes he's wearing a Deadpool suit and sometimes he's no, not. No, and I, I'll agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And that's, they're well enough. But again, even with Deadpool, I was sort of like, okay. He says, I mean, he says even, fuck a lot. Is that is that what everyone's going crazy about? Right. Mm-hmm. Even in the Adam Project, which is more sci-fi thriller, mm-hmm. 
That's what I consider. He that. still has a lot of he's comedy still, in yeah, it. Yeah, but because he's still Ryan Reynolds. He right. can't do anything straight. But I considered Free Guy more comedy. Yeah, higher, higher, higher it, than action because I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, but I'm not. It's not more like an. It's not like an Adam Sandler or a Will Ferrell no. type movie. Well, look, not an. If it's Adam Sandler, it's not a comedy at all. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean. That that more of that. Oh Jesus! I watched like ten minutes of Uncut Gems. Just kidding. Uh no. Actually, no. I, someday I gotta, I gotta see that. He did some it's okay. stupid. It's a little boring. He did something with Drew Barrymore where like they're divorced and they go on vacation with their yeah, family. Blended. blended. Yeah, it's where they go to Africa. Oh. Yes, blended. Awful. Mm-hmm. Out, out of those, but the three, weird thing is, three of those, I was yes, I was interested in the characters. Crap, Fifty First Dates is the but best nothing. one of them together. No, I'm sorry. Wedding singer. Wedding singer is yeah. the best one of them together. Singer, wedding singer is the only one I've seen blended. start to finish. Yeah, and it's it's all right. It's not blended. It's not. But bad. I've never I've never been great with. But see, all this other stuff. Was like when everyone's like, "Oh my god, the Billy Madison is so good," and I sound like this is just dumb. No, Billy oh, Madison was not. I liked Happy Gilmore. Happy it, Gilmore. At its time, it was because that's that what was, I mean. That was at the, the time. Even era. then, at the time, I'm yeah. watching it and I'm going, "This is not good." It's well, awful. Uh, it's Wedding Singer and Happy Gilmore are his best two. Mm. And then after that, they almost all start falling into a, Happy a, a Gilmore's formula. Gilmore's funny because of everybody else. Mm. That's oh, the that's thing. true. But even then, Happy Gilmore still takes a back seat. And Wedding Singer to me is one of his best movies, and probably because it has one. an interesting story. Too. It's probably it the only through. one that I can sit and watch over and over yeah. again. It's something and like still enjoy. Like I, re- I remember going to see "There's Something About Mary" and like uh, this might be the first movie I've laughed out loud in in forever. Mm-hmm. And it's See, also I don't, I don't I like that movie. In, I was always interested yeah, in the story. Same here. Story was great. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot, one reason why those three, you know, Fifty First Dates, Wedding Singer, and Blended. Are interesting, or are in better than because some of the others. You love Drew Barrymore. <laughs> their connection, their 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 connection together is very good. Yeah, because he was giving her drugs. <laughs> She's like, oh, I remember these days when I was ten, um, snorting coke off of ET's bare ass. But Jeez. see, I, I would consider Lost City as a comedy. You know, it's, it's yeah, not. It's, it's, it's not. It's like Free Guy. It has a higher comedy yeah, factor yeah. over action. You're not supposed to take it seriously. It's like a satirical yeah. right. comedy. Exactly. Right. And it's, it's what so. happened. To, it what happened to every action movie in the mid '90s. Everything became last action hero instead yeah. of something serious. Right. And it took you know it took them taking an action piece or a dramatic piece of something like Saving Private Ryan and putting together great action sequences in it because they're realistic and gruesome and crazy. And I was like, maybe we should do action movies again. You because know, once Arnie was done, you know, knock, yeah. knock. I mean, one of the funniest action films ever is fucking Predator. I mean, there's some great lines in there. Yeah. Commando? I mean, Commando is a oh, comedy, Commando for is, God's sake. Commando is... I lied. <laughs> I let him go. But yeah, I mean, there's comedies nowadays are not like they were... I mean, you, you had a couple. You know, some of the Will Ferrell stuff is more of a traditional... His older stuff I can tolerate more. His newer stuff, Anchorman, is still the funniest movie I've ever seen. But it's like it's for me. Will Ferrell's like Adam Sandler. He, I enjoyed him back then, but going back and watching anything new that he's doing, I'm like, it's the same thing. I don't think Will Ferrell's done anything new in a long time. Well, I mean, no, he's always cameoed. He's cameoed in a bunch of stuff recently or whatnot. But it's just kind of like dramatic pieces, isn't it? No, no. I mean, even going yeah. back to like, no, I you mean, know, the newest thing he did was the uh, the um, shrink show with, uh, oh, with Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul, yeah. But even going back to like even his, his cameos with Wedding Singer or Wedding Crashers or <laughs> like the good. other guys, it's just kind of like that's you. 
So that's the, just Will Ferrell the, being Will Ferrell. The I mean, greatest Will Ferrell cameo that I remember that I don't rem- actually don't remember it, but I sort of remember is there is a used car salesman movie with Jeremy Piven. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the name of it. I saw no. it with my friend's ex girlfriend. It was like we were going, we went out, both of us. Had I know which one you're talking we, about. Yeah, and but. we went there, and he shows up in the middle of it with just the weirdest shit. Yeah. It's like the th- it's like a flashback, and he's got like a, a female sex toy or something. It's so dumb. And it was one of those. Th- it was one of those movies where if you watch the whole thing, it's not funny except for like two or three parts where mm-hmm. it just hits exactly right, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah. No, it's just you know it, that is kind it of goods. Com- yeah. Maybe live hard, sell hard. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was the height of Jeremy Piven before he got me tooed. I mean, it just comes back down to it's just you know. Well, shit! Look at that movie. It has it has Catherine Hahn, Ed, Ed Helms. Uh, Isn't Ving Rhames in that movie? Yes. Yeah. James Brolin's in it. <laughs> David Kushner's in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's just Ken John's in it. It's all Rob those, Riggle. It's all those Adam McKay and Adam McKay adjacent people that came together to make a movie that had no advertising. No budget. It was barely released. Mm-hmm. Craig Robinson's in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just there's just oh. a slew. I Christian Siegel's in it. I still can't think of Craig Robinson without thinking of Hot Tub Time Machine. Like you mean? Oh, of, yeah. This is some kind hot of tub. hot tub time machine. Time machine? Did you like that movie? No. no. Not, not, not at all. Oh, no. my God. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. It's we saw that together, didn't it we? It had moments. Yeah, it had moments. It's just but like, it's just not. Dude, overall, it's not, it's not funny. It wasn't like. Fascinating. Um, the hell are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> we were talking about MGM being it. Instead, of we were just like let's let's do a dissertation on individual taste. No, of we we moved on to something else. You started talking about Halo. Yeah. Oh yeah, Halo, we were talking about Halo. How Halo did we get from Halo? I don't remember. Halo's slow as fuck. Um, it's everything you've seen before. See, here's the thing. I, when they first talked about it, and we talked about this maybe a year ago or two years ago, and I said one of the problems you have with video game adaptations is something like Halo, is the story is already there. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to do something everybody's already seen, or you're going to do something totally different. Now, I like Halo. I didn't follow the story as much as everybody else. I never finished the first game. I played the co-op for Halo 2. for right. And I'm not really paying attention to the cutscenes. I'm like, look, I just want to go shoot aliens. Like, come on. Um... So as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, so the Spartans are the bad guys, and then there's aliens that are badder guys, well, and they, then humans are this, and, and and I'm just watching this going, I don't know what the hell's going on. They took a couple of different ideas, like, and I kind of, there was a little bit of Firefly where, you know, you have this main government that is in control of the, of the universe, or, you know, but you have these outer colonies that are more rebellious and they don't want to be a part of the the main government, so the main government is attacking these, you know, the these rebellious colonies, but then the the main government's also fighting the Covenant, which is this out, you know, this alien invasion on mm-hmm. on their solar system or their their you know their sovereignty. So apparently, one of the things is the Spartans were sent out to regulate the you know the rebellion as it was regulate. starting. As it was starting to get bigger, 
Like one of the instances they, they sent him to break up this. The problem that you have is the character that you play in every single game is presented as a terrible person. A person who murders other humans just for the simple fact of we don't want to be a part of this world government. Right. And then that conflict is the main conflict in the first episode, except for the fact that that's not what anybody cares about. Right. Where are the goddamn aliens and where are they fighting? So we get the aliens. They go to this mining planet. They waste all the humans. None of the machine guns work, except for the Spartan machine guns for some reason. And they don't explain like, yeah, my machine gun is better than your machine gun. Okay, just go. I get it with the armor. I get it. They're stronger. They can pick them up. They can throw them. They can do whatever. The aim's better. Whatever you want to give me. But I didn't understand why the minigun, when the dude with the ponytail uses it, doesn't do a thing. Master Chief picks it up, just tears people in half. Like, right. What's the hell's going on here? And it just, you get the, the government's a terrible government. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. They have a murder order for the la- the only survivor. Right. And we don't get any idea of what the hell's going on other than the single speech where she says, we've been fighting these aliens and we don't know anything about them. We don't know who they are. We don't know what their fighting style is. We don't know where they are. And why they came here. And why they come here. Okay. But the homeboys found a... A A rock. An iPhone. He picks it up. He remembers himself. Now we have the idea that they take these dudes, wipe their minds, stick them in a robot suit, and put them out there. And then my question is, make a fucking robot! (laughs) Like what's why is they he super a human? basically they super enhance the Spartans? Hey, cyborg them out. Well, it's, it's not the, even really that. The they, they, is, they super the, soldier them. The problem yeah. is, is why do you? They don't tell you why a human has to run it. That's the thing. If they're just like, look, we have Iron Man armor, but it does not work without a brain. Right. We need a human, so we've decided to wipe that person's brain, put them through basic training indoctrination, put them out there, and make them kill whatever we tell them to kill. Yeah. Mm. But we've seen There's that before. We've seen there. that done. We've seen it's a th- it's all sci-fi tropes, which and then, is fine. And then he it's takes fine. off his helmet, which... He takes off his helmet, and you're like, that's not me. I've been playing as Master Chief but my you're whole even time. Like, but it's some guy, you know, some actor you have no idea. You've never, you know, so there's really absolutely no reason for him to take off the helmet. Mm. Other than other than when he's talking to this one survivor to make her feel a little bit more comfortable and say, here, well, you that's can shoot the only me reason in the head. Yes, yeah, she's Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. She's totally, she's, she's the audience. It just... And I thought this is, they're flying back there. They're talking to each other. You killed my mom. Damn right. I killed your mom. Cause your mom was a rebel and I got to kill rebels. Yeah, but aren't you fighting aliens? Yeah. It's weird, huh? I know. Um, so it just, I, it, it was fine. I guess it didn't make me want to watch it again. Fine is a good definition. The action sequence was okay. The Spartans aren't anything super special. Some, um, there were sometimes some it did it look like a video just, game. Oh, it's so CGI. Some, yeah. at some points, the aliens look fine. I think part of it is that you get the elites because they're the only ones that look cool. You don't right. get the little mushroom dudes with the not yet at least. The, yeah, and I'm just like okay. And then it's like also the 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 oracle or whatever for the aliens is a fucking human. That's the most interesting thing in that story. Like, who the hell is she? We mean the chick who shows up. Cortana. No, it's not Cortana. The alien comes in and tells the story oh, of yes. what happened. Oh, they found a rock. The Khaleesi. The guy came in, and then she stands up, and it's like, oh, it's going to be this big reveal. And I said, she's human, right? And she turns around, and it's this hot blonde, blonde girl, and she's reading Lewis Carroll or some bullshit. Like, oh, you read those stories to understand them. And I'm like, what? So does she not know she's fighting humans? Like, what are we doing there? That's the most interesting thing I saw. Well, no, because it, it was weird because, you know, they give you no explanation, uh, obviously, in the first episode of this. But, you know, apparently she is the... Or yeah, you know, Oracle to the to the elite, and 
you know, she says that she's, you could tell that one of the things is that she says that she's reading the, the human books to learn the end and learn more about the enemy. But there's, you know, obviously an undertone to it. But it's just, it's, I don't know. Well, the thought is that she doesn't know she's fighting humans. Or she doesn't know she's human. I see, I didn't get that. I got that, the that fact was, that she was human. She knows she's human, but and she knows she's fighting humans. It felt like she doesn't know that she's human. She's never seen humans. But the stories are starting to affect her to be like, oh, these are good people type of thing or whatever. Humanity is wonderful. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, we'll figure it out later, I guess. But I just, I don't know. I, if you're going to do a, a show called Halo, give me Halo in the first episode. Well, that's kind of one of the things is that they showed because you in the, the trailer is the, that they don't know the Halo exists and he ends up finding it by accident, which is kind of the, it's probably the last episode. idea in the story, isn't it? Or in yeah. the game is he finds the Halo by accident. I think so. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually an alien space station or something. It's the SDF one. Um, it's the alien spaceship that's been lost. That's the key to everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a try got to come back and get it. The, the the end of it is so the other three Spartans. So you got the scientist who's trying to save the Spartans. You have the head of the things like we should just kill them all right now and just done. So they tell the three Spartans make sure that all of these six hundred soldiers that are coming out to destroy the ship that's coming in because the Spartans like I'm giving everything away. Uh, the Spartans not going to kill this little girl. He takes control of the ship, it takes off, and that's the end. And I'm like, okay, so it's just him with the chick alone. We're not going to see the, the Spartans ever again. <laughs> Budget. Um, no, it'll be them chasing him. They're not supposed to chase him. They're not supposed to stop him. That's the whole that, point that, of, it. of the first episode. She tells the three of them not to do it. Right. But now, more than likely, that it's going to be a chase sequence of them trying to, and then... I don't know. I, it's, they'll end up on the Halo ring. They'll find the flood. It's there. I thought... You know, it was weird, because it looked like when he was in the cave, the flood was already there. At least one of the husks of... Mm-hmm. One of those, God, I hate the flood. It was the worst. <laughs> I thought maybe the flood was going to be in the uh, room the that she was working wracking level in the, in the entire game. And you're just like, I, how, am I supposed to, how many am I supposed to shoot? 600 of these things? So like, Cor- Cortana's going to end up being a clone that they've uploaded her conscience to <clears throat> being the computer. But the biggest problem that I have with it, over everything else... And I knew this was going to be the problem. So the music isn't as good as the game. <laughs> the music in the game is so good. But it's so weird. The other weird thing is when Master Chief is fighting, so you, you're seeing him in third person fighting, but then it'll do this weird little switch where you're all of a sudden in his helmet, yeah. first person, and you're, oh, you're seeing it. I'm they did out. that in Doom, remember? Yeah. I'm out. But then it the switches Vin back. Doom? Yeah, and it's... No, no, it's, I just it's hate such a that. gimmick to try and like, remember that it's a game, guys? Remember yeah. when it was a game and you could see through the helmet? Yeah. Remember, I get it when he's scanning somebody, but when he's in the middle of the action, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I was just like, all right, I get it. I get it. There, were, there are a few game. times that it works really well, but then the other times you just, no. I've never liked that whole first-person view in it's like always an action a, movie it, or something like that. It's when just, it's based on a game, just be, that, it's just such a gimmick. Was that one uh, movie that was just all of that? You were Hardcore yeah, Harry or something yeah. like that. Oh my god, it I forgot like, about what, that. Yeah, or some crap, and yeah. it was all shot on an iPhone or some shit like that. <laughs> that yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, um, just, they just taped it to somebody's face, and then second. But Matthew Vaughn did it, say almost the same thing with uh, like in the Kingsman, where he you know where it goes down one sword and goes up to the other, and you're going right down the blade of the sword. Right. That's not a video game. That's no, a, no, I get that. What I'm saying is when he goes through it, that is an obvious. Hey, guys, remember when this yes. was a video game? Yes. Hey, video game fans, that's why they did it in Doom. And it's awful because yes. it's such, 
There's nothing innovative about it. That's all right. it is. And so for someone like me that couldn't care less that it was a video game or not, just give me an interesting sci-fi story that's fun. I don't care. Right. And they, they don't either give it to me the entire time. If I would have accepted the gimmick that the audience member is Master Chief and you never see him outside the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, uh, everything that Master Chief does is from behind the visor. I would have accepted that more than we're just going to do that once or twice to kind of, there you go. Well, if you if you would have done it where when he's scanning something or something like that, where, where you get the visor, and it's the actual HUD, you know, or it looks exactly like the HUD from the game. It, and has, the gra- it has the graphics of the original Xbox. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that the HUD, uh, the HUD on the screen is what you would see when you're playing mm. the game, and that's all the reference to the first person shooter game that you do like that. That's fine. But when you're when he's running or something and, and, the, and the camera kind of comes up and then goes right into the visor and you see him and you see him shoot, that gets to be a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. And again, if you're gonna do uh, it, give me give me the, the give me the 16 bit graphics or whatever. Now, what I did like was that when he got shot, you know how you have that protective you know um, shield. Mm-hmm. You know, it made the actual no, you know the, he, when he got shot, it made the noise of the shield going down, and then, and then yeah, you the hear it regenerate. I thought that was fine because again, I was like, in the game, that's, that's cool. That's the yeah, because that would be the the sound that canonically would be it. I right, mean, I get that. That's then that's all I needed. Yeah, that's what I'm. I saying. don't need forty three shots in the middle of him trying to save this mining colony that he doesn't save at all. He just let everybody die. But the shot of him when he he, he goes around, he says, "You know, no one's alive." And all of a sudden, he sees the girl and it gives her vitals and stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, the scanning stuff is fine when it's in the middle of the action and it flips in and out, just doesn't do it for me. It's got potential, but it also has yeah. very. It has the potential to go really off the rails real quick. That was the second so half of the episode. That's the hard it. part, and that's why I always usually anything that's new that I'll watch, I'll give it three episodes. If I'll watch the next if one. If they don't grab me in those three episodes, that's I'm done. Yeah. Nothing in the first one makes I'll me want to watch it, the next thing. Yeah, yeah you finished <laughs> Two and a Half Men or whatever. Um, I chuckled at that the other night when it was on. I was so <laughs> mad at myself. I was like, God damn it. Um. But yeah, it's a, I'll watch the next one, but there's nothing in this that made me want to watch the next one. No. Versus a lot of other shows where I'm just like, oh yeah, I can't wait to watch the next one. After, even after the first episode. Okay, so are you going to watch uh, Tim Burton's Wednesday on Netflix? Nope. Christina Ricci's returning as the good, Wednesday. Good for her. Huh? They put out a trailer? No, they put out the image, though. She's got short hair and she what, looks normal. If it's just a behind the scenes of how she Unless destroys that camp... I'm in. I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> she tears that motherfucker down. <laughs> this is what I actually did. Mm-hmm. It'll de- it'll depend on what the whose was that? I think it was Chris. It's <laughs> really Jeez. bad. Um, okay. What about? Are you excited that Christopher Lloyd is joining Mandalorian? I don't know because Marty. I am so tired <laughs> of all the memes of Doc Brown in the background. <laughs> Should be 1885. Marty, you need to get in the Starfighter. <laughs> or, what did you say his name should be? Del Lorian. <laughs> uh, on it was Del Lorian, and then I said it should be Bach Drown. Yeah, because it's just like just 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 change the letters. That's that's it. Well, I said I said you use Doc in D O C or D O K because that's what they did for Doc Undar, the Athorian at uh, Galaxy's Edge. You do Doc, and then you don't want to give him the same name because then then people will be confused. <laughs> um. People forget I mean, he was in Star Trek. People forget he's like 95. Yeah, I know. He was in Taxi, for God's sakes. That was the first thing yes. I ever saw him on. Was that, Taxi. I think that's one of the first things he did. 
Artie. He was great as Jim. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Can you imagine him and Will Shatner, Will Shatner together? <laughs> God. No, but he he played a... Um, did he play a Klingon or something? He's in... the Klingon captain in Star Trek Three. Yes. That's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the best part of that movie. Yeah. The rest of that movie was made on a $4 budget. They're like, hey, do we use sound studio? No, let's go. Let's go shoot in the. Let's go shoot in like, you know, the desert, Palisade Hills. Okay, so what do you think about the? Um, there we go. The Riddler comic book that's based off uh, that um, that uh, what's his name wrote, or is writing. Depends if he can write. Um, so they're they're. Paul Dano. Is Paul Dano is writing, writing a Riddler, Riddler year one set in the the Batman universe, and again, it's more of almost everything that DC's offering has nothing to do with their main line, and right. their main line is trash. Weird crossovers, weird spots like this. There are three books in that line that I think anyone can stand, and it's Robin, Nightwing, and like Detective, mm-hmm. and that's it. You've got Wonder Woman. Like, hey, we're gonna cancel the final two issues of Wonder Girl, but we're gonna make them Wonder Girl Trial of the Amazons number one and two. Plus, we're going to have a trial of the Amazons one and two. Oh, sorry, Pop. <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> Kicked him in the head. Um, okay, uh, what did you watch the deleted tra- or the, the deleted scene from the Batman? With I watched the, the first 45 minutes of it and realized he hadn't started talking to him yet. And then I'm like, I don't got time for this. It because, takes like an hour to start talking oh, it, to it's, him. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm looking down, I'm like, oh, my shift's over. I've been here for the whole day, and I've only seen him walk towards the thing. So, no, I didn't, because I don't know if they're going to use him. I don't know if there's not going to They are. They've already said they are using him. They're, um, He's not going to die, right? No, but... I wish they wouldn't use him. It's, it would be amazing if we got a Batman trilogy that doesn't use the Joker at all. It's very interesting, because his look is... if. You know how with the Heath Letcher one where you you had the scars. Who the hell is Letcher? I said <laughs> You always say it. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, you say Letcher. It's not L E T C H. It's Ledger. Like Heath Ledger. 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 The Heath Ledger one. Put some respect on the man. He's dead. I love God the man. He, he, he just like, didn't get his name right. I know. <laughs> you keep calling your wife Bath for some reason. <laughs> is that it? People you love, you're like fuck Peace. it. I don't need to know your Peace. name. Beef. <laughs> beef. <laughs> What's not that? beef? Not beef. Beef. <laughs> but that's the thing. You say beef. It's so like beef. What is she coming oh. up? I want to call beef. Holy What's up, beef? Holy shit, I broke all three of you. <laughs> Just imagining Chris. Hey, beef. Oh, no, she, she'd probably knock him out. <laughs> like, it's not me. Your husband started calling that's you beef during great. the show. That's when we listen to the show, she's like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> Call me beef. But that would be the great part is watching Beth punch him. <laughs> oh. Like if I haven't been hit by now. This is the, this is the last one. Okay. Think of the Dark Knight uh, Joker <laughs> with the scars just gone really crazy. <laughs> beef yes, Ledger? Beef Ledger. And... <laughs> <laughs> He sees him, he's like, hey, that's Beef Fletcher playing the Joker. So, anyway. <laughs> you just have to let it run its course. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he's he's a lot more scarred, and he has like boils and stuff all over <coughs> his hands and his body, like from where he fell in the acid. Mm. Um, and he's like, most, you know, losing his hair, but you know, it's in chunks where there's still green and stuff. Mm. It's it's, a, it's fascinating. You got to watch it. And give yourself like two hours. <laughs> and that's just to get him from the door to the screen. Well, even when he the scene when he when he's confronting the Riddler at the end, it takes forever to get to all of them. Do this. like I said, there's such a you know it's a style for him where everything right. is very deliberate. It's like William Shatner made this film. Really? Oh yeah, Robert Pattinson talks like that. No, it's just oh. all the action is oh. like that. So like there's a scene where he goes into the, he sees something in this cage and he walks over. To the it's very slow. It's very defined, and you see his hand come up, and in the cage, turn over, take the object in his hand. You got to wait for the bat. Yeah, the bat's got to move out of the way, and then come back. And it's it's very you know it's like when when I was younger when you start watching anime and you're like boy the 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 setting the the, the location and a lot of anime. I mean I'm watching Mobile Pat Labor and. The, the movie, or the second movie, ends in a building that's under construction. And before you get to it, it's like, here's a shot of the sidewalk and the tarp. Yeah, yeah. And here's a shot of the first floor and the elevator. And here's a shot of the long one. To be like, hey, guys, this is where this takes place. And it's just a style yeah, that yeah. they have of like, we're going to put you in the location first. Yeah. Here, it's just every action takes. That's deliberate. why it's like three hours. Oh <laughs> Probably. It, it, was like, it was like if like Zack Snyder was like, wait. Not the explosion, but everything else is in slow motion. And then when the explosion <laughs> happens, it's in fast motion. It's like John Chu's doves just mm. taking even longer. Just imagine if Matt Reeves and Zack Snyder made a movie together. Um, Every explosion is 45 minutes long. No, but it's fascinating, especially the way they shot the Joker, because you don't really see him, you know, face. You don't see his full face Even at one from time. the end of it, and then from what, I, like the screenshots I've seen of this, it's almost like, we expect to replace this person, so we don't want to show it to you. You know, it's just like Danny Garari did not do that scene in the final episode of the Walking Dead season right. with Michonne was because that was the person they weren't going to hire. No, but this is who just, they were hiring. I know. I'm just saying. Oh. It feels like the way they shot it was, we can replace you if we can find somebody better. Yeah. Between now and whenever we do Bat- the Batman 2 Joker Boogaloo, we're going to find somebody else. Well, Matt Reeves said he, he wanted this scene in the movie. That it was a very, very important scene for him in the movie. But he found that he could do part of the scene. At, it, it, at He could do part of the scene at the end with the Riddler and save the Joker and still give you that little piece, you know, you get at the the pop scene. And, you know, you realize as cut. soon as he wrote the Joker, the rest of the movie was all about the Joker. But he, like yes. <laughs> but he also really wanted this scene in there. And he always intended that this scene was going to be released no matter what, if it was going to be in a director's cut or something, this scene would be released. And Did you imagine if this was a Peter Jackson film and they had released a director's Oof. cut. I Five and a half hours of the Batman. I, I wouldn't doubt that at some point you're going to see that on oh, HBO. Yeah, you're going to have one. It, I don't think it's going to be another hour and a half long though. No, no. Unlike it might, know, that first time it you watch Fellowship and you're like, I thought this was a long movie before. Like, Did you see the running sure. time for uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness? Mm. Is it like two and a half also? Two and a half. Two yeah. hours, 38 minutes. Yep. It's going to be a whole lot of Tom Cruise's Reed Richards. I'm telling you, uh, movies are now, they're going to hit 
two and a half hours. That's going to be a, a regular. Superhero movies. Yeah. If you're going to spend that much money on making a film and expect people to pay that much for the film, it better yeah. be something yeah. that you're really fully into. Because I can tell you right now, if, I'm, if I walk, when movies started to get to like 90 minutes, yeah, I remember walking out of movies going, I just got here. Yeah. You know, I paid 10 bucks for this. 10 bucks. Remember those days? That was amazing. Oh, you just paid 10 bucks for Lost City or Lost City Day. Yeah, because they're like nobody else would watch no. it. <laughs> Hey, Chris, so what do you think of the uh, the details for the new Star Wars novel that's going to have Luke and Lando? Here's the great thing. I didn't read it because I'm going to read the novel. I didn't read it. I, I purposely didn't read the mm-hmm. passage. I know, I know what it's about because they, when they announced it, they said what it was about. But the it's set within the sequel trilogy or mm-hmm. timeline. They're one they're racing, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the one they're getting rid of. Kathleen, you know, Dave, Dave Filoni's rewriting I, No, without everything. really reading it. Is this the setup to what they were? Remember, Luke and, and Lando were looking for the Sith That's artifact. Exactly what it is. Okay. That's what I thought. So the, the thing with this is, like, when they first announced it. So, when I was reading Star Wars back in the 80s when Marvel was doing it, and they didn't know what the hell was coming next in between Empire mm-hmm. and Return of the Jedi, there's that great um, story of Luke and Lando looking for Han on the planet. It's like sticks or something. Right. And. They, they, they're following IG-88 and Bosk, thinking they have a line on where Boba Fett is mm-hmm. because they know Boba Fett's not on Tatooine. And to me, I had the first part of that. I reread that like 8,000 times. It took me like years to find that back issue. I still remember it was the shop that was in Thousand Oaks across from the T.O. High School before uh, Pee Wee was there. There was a shop that was there for like six months. And they had great back issues. Like the, the back issue bin was there. Pee Wee was across from T.O. High? Used to be, the second one was from across from T.O. High. Oh, wow. So their first one was in. Uderra. No, that was the last one. Oh. The first one was in the valley. Oh, wow. Uh, I can't remember if it was Woodland Hills or if it was just past Woodland Hills. It might have been Chatsworth. I think it was in Chatsworth. So that was the first one. Jesus. They opened the second one in Thousand Oaks. And then when Greg took over that one, they opened the Agora one next to the theater. Because that was the big part of it, was they wanted to be by the theater. Uh, and that was the one that I worked right next to. And then when I was going to the th- one in Thousand Oaks, and then they had sold the one in Thousand Oaks to Greg, and then he stopped getting comics, and then I stopped going there, blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, there was a shop there for a very short amount of time, and it had a great back issue bit. And it had all Marvel Star Wars. And every time I went, Mom was like, just buy two of them. Just, just fill in holes. Mm. And I was sitting there one day and like, oh, this is the second part of that story. Because the end of it is they see they see Bosk with a, <clears throat> with a carbonite slab mm-hmm. and they think it's Han. And then when they find out it's actually one of Luke's friends that has gone to the planet with them, who also has a bounty on his head or whatever. And I'm like, how the hell did they get out of this? <laughs> and so when I got that, and so when I read the, 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 the thing for this, like that kind of tradition of Han and Luke looking for right. Han, was like I Lando. Lando, and Lando and Luke looking for Han. I'm like Han and, oh, Han cool. and Luke looking for Han. Han's like, well, I'm right here, kid. What the hell? Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, yeah, so I was like, I'm excited to read what it is. God, I gotta get caught up there. Where are you? I am. Um, He's right there. Right? <laughs> I'm with Han and Luke looking for Han. Um, no, I, no, that's the one. That's what I was looking for. I started the YA one, but I'm not far into it. Whatever. Midnight, whatever the on Core Horizon, yeah, yeah. like that. And no, I finished the big one. Where Midnight Boogaloo, yeah, Midnight Boogaloo, where everybody dies in the. Uh, what do you think stuff. is killing them? It's just some creature. I mean, it's just basically a creature that's out. Doesn't there. Does it not seem like it's a, uh, Islamari on steroids. No, because an Islamari negates the force. This one feeds on it. 
That's the difference to me. Okay. That's why I think it's its own kind of creature. Yosemaro just makes a bubble where the force doesn't exist. Right. It's almost like a force field. If, if you're taking the force as a living entity. It's a force field. It's, it's, it's a, a force force field. Yeah, it's a force force field. And they just they can't get into there. But this is literally sucking them out. Yeah. And killing them. So we got seven, We got five more to go. Mm-hmm. They've killed two of them. At least we're assuming they are because they're like burned up on the planet. <clears throat> um, anything else? Did we do anything? What's everybody's favorite comedy? <laughs> <laughs> well, we might. Hopefully, we'll be at a celebration. We'll find out next week, maybe. Well, we'll be at celebration anyway because we paid for tickets. So. <laughs> I hope we're at celebration. I spent a lot of money on that Sunday ticket. <laughs> really? Yeah. I bought another day. Cool. We, we have bought, the four day. I bought my. Uh, Chris has mortgaged his house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that, that's if I wanted to. Because when they came. You know, in 2019, when they went on sale, it was right after Mama fell. I had no idea what was going to go on. I was like, I can't spend $400 mm-hmm. for four days. I would have happily done it because they were $75 a day anyway. That's um, why I got, I got you that. I could get one day. Yeah, you got one day. I got for me. your birthday. In the middle of the pandemic. In the middle, yeah. uh, And then, uh, yeah, when they, when they had, like, there's still some tickets, I went. And Saturday was sold out. The four-day was sold out. I wouldn't have bought the four day anyway because I wouldn't validate whatever you did. Right. Well, you could give that to. Well, no, I guess you can't because it's. Well, I think it has my name on it. So I just bought the last day. I was like, all right, that's cool. I'll do that. And uh, isn't Monday the last day? Or maybe maybe well maybe it's not the last day then. I bought the Sunday one because it's the only one I could go. Because they, they always do. And I, bought, I did really like the, the idea that you could order merch there. Yeah, we well, can order it now and it'll be there ready to get. Yeah, I ordered it with it. Yeah, and I ordered I ordered the badge, the shirt, and I think the hat. And then I think oh, the merch for the con itself. Yeah, because when yeah. we went the con, you know, like in the twenty fifteen. Yeah, the, when we went in twenty fifteen. Uh huh. Um, I figured, oh, they'll have shirts by the second day. Mm. Nope, sold out in like a day. Yeah. So I have no shirt for celebration twenty. We got because we got in line that you day. You got in that day. We stayed. We we stayed that line. I actually missed a panel because we had gotten in that line. But I was so glad we got in that line because there were a couple of figures that we would not have gotten no. if I hadn't. And then it was even worse on Saturday. Saturday, that was, they were so busy. That was a busy. That was a day Nelly came. I was like, this was better before. We couldn't even get into the the Force Awakens exhibit. And this will be the the second. Well, no, because CTV two did no, because that's in August. This will be what? the the really the second big national con of the year of the since the pandemic. Well, there's cons that's going on now. And, Back east, that were yeah, but they're they're smaller. Like WonderCon is is bigger Wonder is a Con's bigger con, weekend, yeah. which is next weekend. Now there are bigger cons back east that we don't hear about that just like we don't mm-hmm. really pay attention to. Yeah, but I mean that don't usually get national recognition. Thank like you. Celebration gets you know it's it's yeah, I would consider it's one a, of the big it's cons. A comic con. It's a celebration con, right? It's like Star Wars con. WonderCon, since it's owned by CCI, is one of the big ones. NYC is one of the big ones. I don't know what all the C2E, big ones are. you know, those are all the big mm-hmm. ones. And then you get, there's a VenturaCon going on the same weekend as, uh, as, mm-hmm. um, Central WonderCon or whatever. Well, WonderCon. You're out of weekends. I yeah. Mean, the, yeah. Not and a lot of these places want to have, can't get into it. Yeah. Also, you don't yeah. want Wednesday or you don't want January. Even out here, you're like, I'm not doing a con in January. Nobody has any money in January. You don't do December. Yeah. So you're really limiting your months. I mean, even LA Comic Con, Com- Kamikaze, whatever the hell they used to call it and it became. Remember, they used to be 
that one year they went all the way to like just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And like we should we gotta scale this back. Like there's nobody here. Now now I think it's gonna be December again. Yeah, it was December last year because things mm-hmm. started opening up. Well C two E two's now moved to August. Like the second week of It'd August. It'd be weird to see if we can if we can go six months, which we can't because it's it's already rising and they're already talking about getting all the restrictions back in. Um if we can go back to normal, it'd be weird to see where some of these cons reland. Mm-hmm. Because I think Emerald City's doing fall also. Well, you also have uh, D23 in August, which will be their big announcements for just about anything Marvel. and. I want to I see them get up there and go like, we have nothing. We got nothing coming up. Look, you already got what you we got. We already told you guys last year. Or yeah, and we already got what you got. We're done. That's yeah. it. Like, we'll, we'll talk to you next year. We'll tell you stuff. What's well, weird is we're right Talked in the middle five. of all of that big announcement that they did at the investors meeting. Oh, there's so much stuff still to go, though. Just look sure. at how many Star Wars things are still left. We still have that droid thing. We still have and or shooting, but we'll see it. The Alkalite, the movie that was, that wasn't, that was, that wasn't, that might be. And apparently they're now announcing another Star Wars series set sometime. They're, they're saying it could be sometime between... Um, uh, High Republic and, you know, the Rise of the Empire. That is a live action Padawan series that is kind of being like Stranger Things esque with Star Wars. It's going to be a kids show. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a Star Wars show, but it's going to be more centralized with the it's going to have like a cute Wookiee that's going to have some crazy name like Eleven. (laughs) <laughs> 12 yeah well see they already have powers so it doesn't you know um yeah I mean there's you know there's still a lot of things you know that they're saying is coming that uh, they're saying that we're supposed to see a um a playable demo of um follow the Jedi Fallen Order 2 at that's where they show you the Grand so, Inquisitor again he has a big fat head <laughs> There's so oh god, there's so many people. Have you seen where people have taken and they've readjusted it and they said this is what needs to happen before it comes out? It's not happening. I told you it's Sonic said so many asked to, yeah. I was like Sonic and the Hedgehog said it. Uh, yeah, but isn't he plus. isn't he Ubaton or uh, he's Umbrin, yes. Yes. So not all not all Umbrins look the same. I guess, but that's that's the thing is when we get into the Star Wars universe. Outside of aliens, they think, every, or outside of humans, every alien is supposed to look exactly the same. No, but no matter what, he, it does look better when they would the adjusted that just, the look, fans did. It looks better actor, because you've already seen that. They picked an That's actor to do it who's going to embody that role. What he looks like is fine. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be alright. I'm not overly worried about it. It's your you're worried about it. I'm just when I first said it, it's kind of like yeah. Look, ooh. if you had if you had Obi Wan Kenobi being played by, you know, uh, Ben King, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, uh, um, um, That's not bad. That's not far. What's his face? Uh, Tom Holland. No, Mark Wahlberg. If you have if you have Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> played by Idris Elba, yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> oh, in a way, speaking, did you see where? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Idris Elba is not going to no. be Bond. No. Did you see where Samuel L. Jackson went to? Um, I just lost her name. I just lost her name. Beef. No. Um, Opie's daughter. Um, 
Oprah's Bryce daughter. Dallas Howard. Damn it, let him go. It's, no, it's not. That's it's one not less person that's got to go to Doghouse because you'll have brain aneurysm. Come on. Did you see where uh, Samuel L. Jackson went to? I love how he's like, Opie's daughter. <laughs> I couldn't even I think. I remember Opie. I couldn't even think. <laughs> I can't like, even I think can't of rem- Ron Howard's name. I can't remember the best living Star Wars director. <laughs> Uh, did you see where you went to Bryce Tower? Bryce Dallas Howard, God Almighty, and had a idea for how to bring Mace Windu back into. Hopefully, BDH said no. I hope so too. You got your arm cut off, you get hit by lightning, and you fell out of a two hundred story building. Yeah, you're dead. Like sometimes people die. It's all right. I don't need. I don't want to give any credence to the idea that episodes ten, eleven, and twelve are all going to be Palpatine's back again. Well, there's also talking that never he could show up in Kenobi or Andor. You can see him in the background or whatever. We'll see. We'll see what it is. We'll see how they ruin Star Wars by having Darth Vader in the suit fight Obi-Wan on some planet. They said that Hayden, Hayden Christensen, Christensen said, well, I can't fucking talk today. Hayden Christensen said, we are going to see more of a, a more badass Darth Vader than we've ever seen before. More brutal Darth Vader is what he says. Than the Rogue One scene? Yeah. It's going to be a lot of Rogue One like scene. That. Just go on. That'll be, I mean, that's the, the, the thing with Vader is you get to a point where every Star Wars villain for all of the EU and beyond was like, we have to make a villain that's bigger than Vader. Right. So here's a guy who blows up a planet. Here's a guy who eats a planet. Here's a guy who rapes children. Here's a guy who rapes children and then kills them. My goodness. Here's whatever. It's just What the, story is that? All of them. They're just like, look at how dark this guy is. And all of a sudden, Vader's a big pussy. Right. And then you watch the prequels like, oh, no, he slaughtered kids. All right, cool. Now he's really the bad guy. Then you watch Return of the Jedi, and you're like, Luke, what are you doing? Dude, just let him die. Freaking slaughtered children for no reason. So now you're at the point where you're like, we got to make Vader. can we, save him. We got to make Vader bad again. We got to make him a badass. We got to go. Because like the mind, I said, if we were ever to do a Vader movie, you'd have to have Vader as the protagonist. In order to do that, you have to have an antagonist who's even worse. Right. And so you pick a slaver. Because that's the one thing that Vader... Even as a bad guy, would have a problem with right. is him because being a slave, he, his mom doesn't get even Anakin slash Vader. If my mom would have been freed when I was freed, everything would be okay. But you know they wouldn't right. do that. They would do some invading alien. Yes, they force. would do that. That's what I mean. You do you do something where he he disapp- he disobeys the emperor to destroy because the emperor would be like, yeah, I don't care. Slavers are cool. Whatever. The slaving Wookies, whatever. Or it'd be him setting up the secret. You know, a, a secret. The empire. secret of Nim. <laughs> a secret empire to destroy the emperor or something. That is the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, I understand what he did. And Kieran Gillen made it cool, but where they're just like, go make a rebellion. Oh, the rebellion started by the emperor. Great fucking job. Way to take, way to take well, that's all what, of the agency out of Mon Mothma. That's what barely, Force Unleashed. That's what I'm talking oh, about. God. That's why it's the worst thing ever. I still don't understand why people are so... Because, <sighs> as we've that. seen now... Most Star Wars fans are bros. Bro, that's awesome, bro. Bro, I love this. Ewoks, fuck that shit. You know what I love? I love the Empire and like Luke with his big green dick saber just fucking everybody up, bro. It's so bro, bro. It's like all the Joe guys. Like, yeah. How many times can you use bro? What's so funny is they love Star the Joe Killer guys say again, it, it, everybody has to be more powerful than everybody else. Yep. So they give you Star Killer who goes one on one with the Emperor and like fucking wins. I'm like, uh, great. He's more powerful than Yoda because he loves his hate. He's so angry at Yoda. I was so angry at the Emperor. I got to go. 
And it's worked once where you're just like, how did Darth Maul survive? He's angry. No, but how did he? Shh, shh, shh. He's just really angry. But I think, shh, he's that angry. Because there's that great, um, when Dark Horse did, the, when they saw the EU, and they have that imaginary battle between Darth Vader and Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, the Emperor basically like clouds his mind, he fights Darth Maul. And Vader sticks himself through himself into Maul and kills him again. And Maul tells him, like, how do you survive? How do you survive this? How are you? And he says, hate. And the, mo- the, the thing I hate the most is myself. And I was like, it's brilliant. This is brilliant. Like, he survives on this hatred. It's like, I've already gone this far. Mm. I might as well keep going. And he okay. does until the point where Luke's like, come on, dad. <laughs> hey, stop it. Stop. Bzz, dad, make him stop. Okay. And then somebody posted. And then the emperor's the, like, what's up, bitch? That didn't happen. Somebody <laughs> posted the other day. is like, oh, I was watching Return of the Jedi. And I just realized that Luke is standing on the gantry above Vader when he says, Obi-Wan has taught you well. It's because Luke has the high ground. <sighs> I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, people. That's not Jedi, though. Yes, it is. That's Empire. No. He doesn't tell, does he tell him Obi-Wan taught him well in Jedi? Yes. Interesting. I thought that was Empire. No, he tells him he tells him in both. Actually, there's that one meme where it's it's from Episode Four and it's uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader's fight scene, and he's like, "Ah, Obi Wan, now I have the hard ground because I'm taller." <laughs> it's like he's stupid. I saw. The, I just the one I the one I really love is when they blow up Alderaan. If there's no ground, no high ground, it's just Vader pointing to his head like the the Levar Burton meme. <laughs> and I was like, huh, huh. Can't have the high ground if there's no ground. <laughs> I just wish, and I know it's not going to happen. I just wish they would not have Obi Wan say hello there in the Kenobi series. He's yeah. not going to. Just every scene. <laughs> the only hope you have is the same thing that you had with Owen Wilson going. I don't say wow in all of Loki. Yeah, <laughs> but do you know how much that would piss the bro fans off? Because they're one. Come on, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. No, he's going to say it. It's going to be in the first episode. He's going to walk into somewhere and be like, hello there. And it's going to be oh my the third season, the last episode, where he's facing off against this horde of stormtroopers. And then these portals open up and Jedi come through. He's like, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there's Assemble. And then they run. <laughs> he's going to hear on, on his ear call. Why order. do I see that meme now? <laughs> Obi-Wan. 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 On your Hello left. there. No, oh, we won. High ground. I'm and on the high ground. Oh, we won. I'm on the high ground. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. It'll be the the tournament of time or whatever the fuck that thing is. The turning carousel. Hello, John. Hello, John. Did you see the interview with with you and McGregor where he said he walk when sometimes he walk into a, a store, a grocery store, or something, and he'll do the hand motion. Mm-hmm. We all do that. <laughs> Done that for 30 years. My favorite is when he was on uh, Graham Norton. He was talking about how he like cursed out some 15-year-old kid because he ran through a stop sign yeah. or something. <laughs> and then the kid, <laughs> he rolls down his window and he starts yelling at this kid for, you know, almost hitting him or something. And the kid's just sitting there just staring at him. And all he says to him was, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no, he <laughs> says he, the kid's probably sitting there. He's like. I just got cussed out by Obi Wan. No, Kenobi. no, the kid because they, 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 he actually said it. He, he goes because he? he rolled it. He has windows down. He goes, <laughs> "You're Obi Wan Kenobi," and Yo McGregor goes, 
I couldn't do anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yell him. I couldn't do a say another word. It's like the Chappelle <laughs> blind Klansman. Yes. <laughs> the same rolling up to the. I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't read that that synopsis before I saw that skit. That's the most brilliant skit ever. A blind black man who's a Klansman. <laughs> All right, anything else? <laughs> He's no. screaming, takes his thing off. <gasps> so All right, so make sure you check us Vermont. out. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com nope. slash Nerdables. Nope. We're we on Instagram as Nerdables and on, on Twitter as Nerdables Show. On Twitter. Travis shut that down years ago. So for Chris, Ethan, and Mikey, I'm R.A. saying we will talk to you next time. That's not the Halo theme. <laughs> 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 <laughs>